You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the aspiring entrepreneur. Let's go. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. I'm your host, John Waters. All right, so I'm not going to lie to you guys. Today has already started off being an extremely interesting day. I had no idea it was supposed to snow this morning, so I had to make this podcast on the go, giving myself enough time to get to my appointment safely this morning. Um, just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, it is 5.30 a.m. I didn't have to be here until 6, but I left my place at like 5.10 just to make sure I got here in time. Didn't want to leave anything to chance in terms of the road's conditions, and I'm thankful that I did. It's actually coming down at a decent rate. I checked the weather briefly before I left, and it's not supposed to be anything major, but we'll see. All right. That's kind of my story so far. (laughs) But anyways, let's go ahead and get right into this podcast today. All right. So today I want to spend a little bit of time talking about who are you listening to? All right. So that's the title of today's show. It may change, but as of now, that's what it's going to be. Um, I don't know about you all, but there was definitely a point in time where I was not convinced or not even sure of what direction I was going to take or what I was going to do because I couldn't get past all the negative comments I would make towards myself in my head. I mean, it would be, it could be anything. It could be from how I feel about myself when I'm working out before I work out, how I felt about, you know, going to the store, something so simple. I would just have a super insecure day and be like, oh man, people are going to notice this one thing. And it would just talk me out of going to do whatever it is I was supposed to do. And then I can't even explain to you guys how, you know, traumatizing the experience was the first time I decided to go live on Facebook all those years ago. I remember pacing around my parents' backyard because that's where I was at the time. I was pacing around their backyard trying to figure out what to say, what to do, even though I already had it written down what I was going to say and what I was going to do. It was just the idea of getting on camera and all these inner voices in my mind were like, oh, you can't do that. You know, then I started picking at myself here. You know, I'm not going to do it for you guys. (laughs) But I started picking on myself on little insecurities. You know, what about this? What about that? What if someone says something about this? What are you going to do? You're going to, you know, what if they start making fun of you? What if no one listens? What if no one cares? What if everyone says you're stupid? It was just all these random thoughts that were keeping in my mind that were trying to paralyze me and stop me from pursuing the thing I knew I was meant to do. Right. Thankfully, I overcame that. But it was really a forceful event for me. It wasn't much positive positive talk going on then. I just kind of made myself do it, right? Well, hopefully after today's show, if that's something you can relate to, you'll walk away from this experience having some tools in your back pocket that can help you change your internal dialogue. All right, so just like always, I want to go ahead and start this quote off, or excuse me, start this show off with a quote. So I looked all over Facebook trying to figure out how to say this guy's last name. And I could not find it, right? So I'm just going to give you guys his first name and we'll roll with it. If you have any questions, feel free to message me and I'll actually give you the guy's whole name, right? Um, But his quote, he says, everything you attract into your life is a reflection of the story you believe and keep telling yourself. Far shot. Eh, That was my best attempt, right? So today's show is going to be a little short. I kind of just want to get on here and give you guys a little bit of encouragement and some tools to walk away with. Before I get started, though, 
if you have any questions on getting more in-depth answers or more in-depth dialogue on today's topic, I highly advise you visit psychologytoday.com and check out their article, Change Your Self-Talk, or go and check out mantracare.org and check out their articles on uh, self-talk and negative self-talk and the ways it can impact us. All right, because that's where I drew a lot of my inspiration for today's show. So give me a second while I pull up my notes. Oh, man. So before I even go there, let me talk about this past weekend. The freaking Bengals, right? So last weekend, <laughs> I had to get on here and talk about it because I didn't want you guys to think I was one of those guys that only talks about things when they were good. So, yeah, the Bengals lost. I'm not really as heartbroken as I thought I would be. I had the realization that no matter what, the Bengals did good. And no matter what, they all got paid. So... Last time I checked, none of them were cutting me a check to worry about how they did this season. So that's pretty much where I am when it comes to sports right now. But, uh, yeah, get into these notes. I actually recorded my notes in a couple different places this time. For some reason, I had a feeling I was going to have to be on the go this morning. So I went ahead and put everything on my phone. Usually I write it all out on this massive board, which I brought with me. But usually I put a lot more detail on the board. This time I decided to go with the mobile mobile device in the mobile way all right awesome all right so again as i mentioned earlier there was definitely a time where i struggled with my internal dialogue and i would be lying to you guys if i said that every now and then there wasn't some inner voice that wasn't in agreement with the plans that i have or with the plans that i want to pursue um and i think that happens to everyone from the stories that i was reading in these articles it's common for us to have a little bit of self-doubt or maybe a little bit of anxiety, especially when we're, especially, excuse me, when we are beginning to pursue something new. Um, that's healthy. That's okay. The problem lies, and when this internal dialogue is always negative, and always detrimental, and always something that has us second guessing ourselves, or triple guessing ourselves, and causing you know action paralysis, preventing us from actually doing anything. All right, and so. That's definitely unfit and unhealthy. If you find yourself in that situation, you may want to go speak to a professional. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't have had the foresight to say that had I not read this article on mantracare.org, which is actually a website for, you know, where therapists are representing their organization and sharing information to help everyday people deal with, um, you know, their mental health. So that's definitely something that's in the forefront of my mind because I know not everyone's the same. Not everyone has the ability to just push through. Sometimes we need to go talk to someone, all right? And there's nothing wrong with that. However, if you're just someone who notices this and it's a time from time thing, it's not something that's always happening in your life and just causing you to not even leave your house, then I have some helpful tips for you guys. All right, so this next section, I'm pretty much going to run verbatim from the website and just interject some of my story to go along with this to give you guys some reference. All right, so some things you can do to help yourself overcome um, your negative self-talk. All right, so this is going to come from Psychology Today and from the article I mentioned earlier, earlier, excuse me, change your self-talk. Step number one, watch for the self-talk statements about yourself. And they go on to say, the first step is to pay attention to your self-talk and identify anything that is negative. You won't be able to change your negative self-talk without noticing it. Uh, I think that almost goes without saying. And it's probably really easy to do. You can probably go back to the back of your mind and think about the last time you were going to do something that was seemingly simple, 
but you were paralyzed. You know, one of my favorite things to think about is times when I knew that I should go up to someone and talk to them about my business, especially early on, and I would freeze. I would be like, oh, what if they're not interested? Oh, what if I go up here and I say something stupid? Oh, what if they don't believe that I'm as good as I believe that I am? What if I don't believe that I'm as good as I believe I am? What if this service I offer doesn't really live up to the expectations that they will place on me? You know, so things like that, not being able to look back and uh, I'll say that for later. All right. So that's step one. All right. Step two, monitor the self-talk of people around you. And they go on to say that sometimes it is easier to see the impact of negative self-talk by noticing its effects on other people. Obviously, you won't be able to listen in on their inner self-talk, but people often speak their self-talk out loud. For example, I'm just not good at those sorts of things. All right. Um, I can definitely speak to this. There was definitely a time I still do it when it's most of the time it's because it's something I don't want to do. Right. And I try to caveat by letting them know I'm going to suck in advance. Even that's not good self-talk. Right. (laughs) What I just said. But it's just me being honest, knowing and acknowledging that I haven't put into practice to call myself good at it. But in other sorts of things, I mean, it could be someone who wants to go to school, but they use the excuse of, oh, I'm just not a good student. They know that they need to go to school because doing so would allow them to reach that next level in life, whatever that means for them. But they set themselves up for failure by not even giving themselves the ability to try. So some of the questions they say you should ask yourself this is still going off of step number two is how does their self-talk limit them? Do they stop doing things they should or want to do? Do they avoid new behaviors that might be helpful or just plain fun? So that kind of goes along with what I just said. Um, the reason I used the school example is because for a while, before I actually went to school, math was the big impediment for me. It was the big thing that I was kind of worried about. Uh, statistics to be exact. I don't know how I let that statistics monster get so huge, but in my mind, it was just something that was going to be impossible once I got to it. You know, but fortunately, I stumbled upon something similar to this beforehand and I decided there was no way around it. I need to tackle that thing or it would definitely hold me back. Right. Especially once I realized it was a prerequisite to do what I wanted to do afterwards. It kind of put me in a position where I either had to move forward or, you know, accept that I was going to be stuck in that same position. Give me a second. The screen went blank. All right. Then step three, identify negative self-talk that you want to change. They say, next, identify those areas you want to work on. A lot of self-talk is useful. What kinds of self-talk are you, or excuse me, what kinds of self-talk are giving you a problem? So that's just something you have to sit down. And I would advise you write it out. Whenever you notice these statements, sit down and write those things out. That way you can see it in front of you, you know, and actually start to tackle those things. Because now they're not just floating in the ether. They're actually visibly on paper. All right. And step number five. Replace negative self-talk with positive self-talk. The essential ingredient in any effort to change negative self-talk is repetition. You've been repeating the old self-talk for years, and it will take a while to overwrite this programming. So that was our five steps. That was our five tips. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, I did go to another website for some information. So I'm kind of going to combine what I learned from both sites and give you guys my three tips that I have tried myself. All right. And um, hopefully it's something you can vibe with. So as I mentioned earlier, 
there have definitely been times in my life where I haven't always been so sure of what it is I wanted to do. And it was mostly because of the voices in my head convincing me otherwise, you know. Um, I can't lie to you guys. It was definitely a moment in time where I wasn't as positive as I am today. My outlook on life wasn't as great as it is today. I mean, I wasn't able to see past the front step in terms of having a vision of what it is I wanted for the future. All right, so I had to go and do some deep work. I was fortunate that early in my journey, I stumbled upon a few great voices that helped me really start to tackle the issues that I was dealing with. When I say that, I'm talking about people like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Steve Harvey, um, Jim Rome, Bob Proctor, uh, this other guy named Ralph from, uh, what was the name of that show back then? Infinite Waters. All right, so it was definitely a lot of different people I turned to to help me learn healthy ways to deal with, you know, my internal conflicts. And those things worked. I mean, I feel that I am completely night and day from the person I once was. Not saying that I'm perfect. Like I said, I still have those days. I still have those moments. But those moments and those days aren't nearly as, you know, um, prominent as they used to be. All right, so getting right into those three tips. One of the things that I still practice, I'm a firm believer in this one, and I run through these at least once a week formally by reading it on paper, and then every day I run through some variation of this in my mind from the ones that I feel are going to be the most impactful for the day. All right, and I'm talking about I am statements. So before you turn this off, because it probably sounds like witchcraft and voodoo to you, um, try to change the lens in which you may be viewing this. All right, so I know, actually, I don't know. I can't speak for you, but there, there's a chance you may be listening to this and thinking like, oh, that's stupid. That's some new age, you know, bull crap, and none of that really works. Well, if you're thinking like that, more than likely, you're not even giving yourself a chance to try something new. Um, if you've already been bumping your head against the wall in frustration because you haven't been able to move forward, it can't hurt to try something new, right? And this thing that I'm about to explain to you isn't anything that's going to take a lot of time, take a lot of effort. It is going to take some energy. All right. So I am statements. They are powerful, right? I mean, what are we but the things we repeatedly tell ourselves? You know, we are, we are exactly that. I mean, if you believe, even if it's not something you say out loud and you actually have taken the time to acknowledge, if you aren't where you want to go in life, it's probably because it's there's some things you've accepted about yourself that don't necessarily have to be true. You may be running off the experiences that you've had and you've accepted accepted those outcomes as your personality. All right. You may have failed at something. You may have had a hard time learning something. You may have had a bad relationship. You may have gotten fired from a job for whatever reason. You know, there are multiple things that could have happened in this game we play called life. But none of those outcomes necessarily have to define who you are. Right. Those are just moments, moments in times. And as we've talked about in other shows, all of those things that we view as failures were learning opportunities. Um, it's just a different way of shaping our beliefs. Right. And again, these I am statements are nothing but another tool to help us shape our beliefs by changing the stories we tell ourselves. So for existent or for example, I didn't bring my notebook with me, but one a few of the ones that I tell myself. And keep in mind, the reason I chose these specific ones is because. There was a time where I believed the direct opposite of what I'm about to tell you guys, right? And so just to give you an idea, the first few ones on my paper, I know them by heart, is I am kind, I am wise, I am patient, I am intelligent, I am healthy, right? 
basic things. So you have to imagine on the other side of that, I was a different person, right? I didn't believe I was very kind. All right, I was living in a fearful state of getting sick. I did my best. I worked out back in the day to avoid being sick. I used to heavily scrutinize people who were sick. <laughs> so the story in my mind was way different than it is today, right? I, and I always haven't, there wasn't always a time where I believed that I was intelligent. There wasn't a time, you know, where I always believed that I could just go and learn something. I put limitations on myself. But after repeating these I am statements over and over and over again, you know, things begin to change. I believe to change the way I perceived myself and it has done nothing but improve um, my outlook on life. If I'm being completely honest. All right. So I am statements. That's tip number one. And then tip number two, I took directly from Psychology Today, uh, that article called Change Your Self-Talk. And tip number two was mirror, mirror on the wall. All right, so I have prescribed this one to other people, and I can't lie, I've done this for myself as well. So the idea that they suggested is that you go in the mirror and you repeat your I am statements that we just got done talking about to yourself while looking at yourself, right? Um, what I would do, my variation of this, is that I used to struggle with self-image. You know, there were things about myself that I didn't like, and when I looked in the mirror, those were the only things I would see, right? And so I had to change that. I mean, it's kind of hard to go stand in front of people if you worry about your freaking, I don't know, your forehead or you're worried about your lips or something crazy. You know, um, it's hard to be confident in who you are if you're constantly trying to figure out, are they trying to find something wrong with me? Do they see what I see? And so I had to change my self-talk. I had to get in front of the mirror and, you know, tell myself, you look good. You are you are wonderful. And like point out different attributes about myself that I actually liked. And now when I look in the mirror, those are the only things I see. Unless I have, you know, celery on my teeth or something crazy like that. But for the most part, when I look in the mirror, I only see the things that I've told myself exist there. All right. And then tip number three is one that was in the article, but it's definitely one of my favorites. And it really goes along with the other two that I've mentioned to you guys already. All right. So maybe you're not a fan of standing in front of the mirror. Maybe you're someone who spends very little time in front of the mirror and you're pretty much on the go. And maybe you don't have the time to sit down and read your I am statements for five to ten minutes a day. You know, a great way to get around that is to record yourself saying these things. This does two things. And this is not from the article. This is just from my experience. Right. For me, is I've noticed it's very interesting that I'm a good listener and I love taking in information from other people. And it's great. But what I realize is when I can hear their information coming back in my own voice, it tends to stick better for me. And so hearing those I am statements from myself it's almost like um, I get twice the benefit of having taken the time to write out my I am statements. Not only did I write them down and see them and say them to myself then, but now I'm constantly hearing myself tell myself these things. And it seems like my voice is more um, readily accepted than other people's. Again, it's just, you know, changing the programming. That's really all this is all about. I mean... I think I've said it before, but I view our minds as massive, complex supercomputers with endless capabilities. The problem is we haven't always been in charge of the programming. It may have been TV. It may have been people around us, our parents, you know, the environment we were raised in, different experiences that didn't work out in our favors, all those different things. You know, maybe experiences that did work out in our favors, but they're not conducive to the lives we want. You know, all those things occurred. All those things happened and they happened over time. 
and there were different things in your life that may have confirmed the things that you were telling yourself before because as they say if you go in the room you know looking for a freak if you go outside looking for a red car you're definitely going to find red cars right we get the things we're looking for there's always going to be evidence of those things and so you just got to change what you're looking for change the things you accept about yourself and again i'm not standing here preaching to you guys i really am just trying to hopefully help you get over whatever it is that's stopping you from doing what it is you truly want to do because at the end of the day that's what this podcast is about all right so i know that it wasn't really anything crazy talking about sales and technical skills and things like that I mean, I feel like this was even more important. What's more important than taking care of yourself? So I'll leave you guys with this quote, and then I got to get out of here and go into this appointment. Um, I wrote this one. Let me know what you think. I wrote that the story we tell ourselves will either give flight to our dreams or be the reason we never leave the ground. Pretty simple, but I thought it was pretty good. All right, hopefully you did too, and if not, that's okay. Make up your own variation whatever it takes to get you moving in the right direction, right? And that's going to do it for me. As always, if you've, if you've enjoyed the show, man, I'm speaking crazily today. If you've enjoyed the show, please take the opportunity to stop by our website, threepillarsfitllc.com, or check us out on Facebook at Three Pillars Fitness LLC, or check us out on Instagram at Three Pillars MBS. Um, yeah, that'll be great. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, don't be afraid to reach out and just say, hey, we appreciate all the interaction. I appreciate all of you taking the opportunity and the time to listen to this. I know you could be doing other things with your time. So I'm so happy you chose to spend it with me. All right. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, keep pushing because your greatness awaits.